Golden Deer Productions. Golden Wait, was that not it? Hey, answer, just you forgot to answer. But listen, we're gonna start off like this because I hate post production. Mike hates editing, so we're just gonna go with a quick promo. We're gonna cut this up. I'm gonna give it to you, and then we can just continue. Word. Okay. So listen, I'm Connor Hallway. Mike Rosa. And we've been doing a ton of promo for our event on May 16th. And listen, quick disclaimer: please do not show up if you have not told us you are coming. It's not us being dicks. It's the fact that we're throwing this at an upscale seafood restaurant, and uh, it's most definitely going to hit capacity. Yeah, we got mad people coming, literally over a 10 million network of influencers. We don't even know how many friends are coming at this point. <laughs> but there is a clause. If you are one of my friends and you are coming, you have to bring a shorty. We are having no sausage fest at this party. Me and Mike, moving forward, want to do this a bunch. Yeah, I personally know a bunch of brands are coming specifically to look for influencers to help promote their brands. So we're all trying to, as the influencer life, trying to find new ways to connect with more people. But of course, money is a factor in the business. So if you're looking to kind of expand yours, get some more brands behind you, it's a perfect opportunity. I've been very blessed with this show thus far. I don't know, it's been like eight months. The fact that I've been able to kind of get a scope of what's going on in Boston. People don't get it. Boston is up next as a collective, as a city. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four dear nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the fire deer attacked. Only Derek, master of all four elements, could stop those boys. But when Boston needed him most, he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest. Season four. So, listen, I haven't even touched my space juice yet today, <laughs> but the show has done a lot for me. One thing it's definitely done is it's put me in conjunction and in partnership with a plethora of people who have come up here. And so when people come up here, I have a pretty good sense of, you know, who's the real psycho? Who's going to get it done? So, after our first episode, me and Mike went out into that live room. And I can just tell this guy's energy, man. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> this guy's fully tapped. I'm just going to turn on my game. Just a tad. Yup, yup, yup. I said, yep, this guy's out of his mind. So I think we were just like texting back and forth or something. And I was like, yo, bro, throw an event. And you're like, dude, I'm so fucking hyped. <laughs> I'm so hyped. And Mike and I threw an event together at a local gym when is that wild yeah dude it started off so small i'm not even talking i'm talking about the trash can oh, it opened it's voice activated bro watch this watch this say open say open can open trash no say open can loud open can holy shit dude <laughs> <This stuff. laughs> it's fucking stressful bro <laughs> and so mike and i have been working together pretty closely for the past like three months um both total lunatics i think we feed off each other when we get next to each other just because we're both extremely driven. Mike is otherwise known as... Anabolic Aliens. Good. Anabolic Aliens. And Mike, when we're out, this dude doesn't even, like, 
plug his channel. But it's <laughs> that's just weird to me, bro. Dude, I, you go up to everyone. Yo, biggest podcast in Boston. <laughs> First plug. Dead ass. I say the biggest podcast in Boston because it is, but it's just not even that big. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious. It will be though. People turn their heads when you say that shit though. Well, because everybody wants to interview, you know. But listen, we're gonna start off like this because I hate post production. Mike hates editing, so we're just gonna go with a quick promo. We're gonna cut this up. I'm gonna give it to you, and then we can just continue. Word. Okay. So listen, I'm Connor Hallway, Mike Rosa, and we've been doing a ton of promo for our event on May 16th. And listen, quick disclaimer: please do not show up if you have not told us you are coming. It's not us being dicks. It's the fact that we're throwing this at an upscale seafood restaurant. And uh, it's most definitely going to hit capacity. Yeah, we got mad people coming. Literally over a 10 million network of influencers. We don't even know how many friends are coming at this point. <laughs> but there is a clause. If you are one of my friends and you are coming, you have to bring a shorty. We are having no sausage fest at this party. That is the worst possible thing that could happen. Please show up. And one more disclaimer. If you do show up, have a ride home do not leave shattered and get into your whip and get a dewey. No drunken driving. That would be terrible. But come meet some dope people, man. We got a handful of really dope sponsors. We got a handful of business owners trying to link with people. Me and Mike, moving forward, want to do this a bunch. Yeah, I personally know a bunch of brands are coming specifically to look for influencers to help promote their brands. So we're all trying to, as the influencer life, trying to find new ways to connect with more people. But of course, money is a factor in the business. So if you're looking to kind of expand yours, get some more brands behind you, it's a perfect opportunity. 100%. And so I think I'll announce this at the event too, but... I've been very blessed with this show thus far. I don't know. It's been like eight months. The fact that I've been able to kind of get a scope of what's going on in Boston. People don't get it. Boston is up next as a collective, as a city. There's all these other bigger market cities that are consistently growing. You know, you hear of Atlanta, you hear of Chicago, LA, New York. This city is next. And not even to sound cryptic like Dark Knight, but we are at the heads of it. Everyone that's busting in the city, you guys are going to be the forefront of something very big to happen in the city. So with this event, it should just be a, a conglomeration, if that's a real word, of a bunch of really dope people that are pushing Boston forward. Absolutely. In other parts of the country, it's all about like free and just expressing yourself. I feel like in Boston, it's much more corporation-based and everything. That's what and, a bunch of people have been saying. Yeah, so this is the opportunity to really present yourself and make something happen. I like that. So, me and Mike are a little naturally stressed. We, let's just like to sit back a little bit and relax. <laughs> Mike, so Mike is a is big on the CBD. Yeah. Or, you're going to do CBD, right? Oh, yeah. CBD every day. And so Mike is, he has a competition in a month? Yeah, so I got a competition June 2nd now, actually, in Rhode Island for powerlifting. So, Mike is sober. So, for that reason, he's a little high-strung, and I feel you, bro. Yo, it's amazing how CBD, honestly, just smoking weed, it makes a hell of a difference in anxiety levels. People think you just smoke to get high, but for real, there's a lot of benefits, like, medically behind it and just overall controlling your stress levels to get after it business-wise. Yeah, does it, for you, does it balance you? Like, so when you take a tea break, do you feel like your chemicals are just, like, totally thrown off? Absolutely. I mean, for me, it's not something like... <laughs> you can take your time, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's not like um, I don't t I don't take CBD or smoke weed to basically. I t oh, fuck. Um, you cut the shit, right? <laughs> I don't, but it's okay. No, Mike. So uh, let me just continue. Mike is 
like he smokes a lot of booth pack. And so anybody who's ever taken a tea break, mind you, I had a terrible one when I stopped Adderall. Like yeah. your fucking levels are all over the place. It's hard to focus. It's hard to totally be concentrated. I feel you. And especially Mike is totally an entrepreneur. When is your birthday? When's your 24th birthday? May 24th. Oh shit, it's coming up, bro. Yeah, I'm going to be in Montreal. You're going to be 24, right? Yeah, 24. Yeah, so Mike is going to be 24 years old and for our age, he's one of the probably the most successful in his field that I've ever met. Thanks, Shouts dude. to you, bro. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. And okay. so he's got a lot going on. And so I can only imagine when you specifically are like you and I are so full speed forward, right? Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, you're just your fucking routines and your habits are just thrown off. You probably start fucking freaking out about mad shit. Well, there's just so many things going on. It's gotta you gotta be able to settle down and relax and think about one thing at once. When you try to do so many things at once, your brain's always racing. It's impossible to get one thing done. So it's all about that chilling out factor to be able to get after it. Have you always just been like naturally high energy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, have two, I have two, bro. Same shit. You know, I'm always antsy, yeah. bouncing around, restless leg syndrome, bouncing and shit. That's how it is. So w- when did you start smoking? Honestly, like, when I moved to Boston and just went 100% after it, full business. I mean, I, I literally don't smoke to get high. I just smoke because it helps me relax, helps me focus on what I need to do, and kind of really pushes me forward and reduces those stress levels. And... But you're also the one thing I've also learned about Mike is this dude's up and down, bro. He's bro. He literally drinks more caffeine than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> so do you, so that's so the weed's also a suppressant for the caffeine, right? Yeah, I mean it normally goes. It I'm not trying to incriminate you here. You know that, right? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it normally goes. Fucking, I'll have a coffee or a Bang Energy drink along with a bowl pack and do my work. <laughs> and he gets it done, man. Yeah. So I think one thing that you can that we can attest to is that we're both pretty entrepreneurial at a young age. Someone came up to me the other day and they're like, "Yo, bro, yo, you're killing it, dog!" Like they literally said that to me, and I was like, "Bro, I got to keep it a buck with you." Like I, this is the most stress I've ever been, but for sure, it only gets more stressful as things keep building. Isn't that isn't that kind of fucked? I mean, it is how it is, though. That's why a lot of people can't handle it. I feel you. But it's just like, as a, as someone like very driven, it's like you want to enjoy your successes, but I feel like the more things grow for me, just the more stress compounds. Do you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I think about it now. Grind now, relax later, you know? Oh, so at some point you want to retire? Fuck yeah. Really? <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, dude, I'll be working until I'm dead. No, you think that though, but eventually you get to a point where people, eventually get to a point where people will be working for you. That's a that's a figgity. Yeah, have people make money for you. But you but you and I both love the value of working though. Yeah, but when you create something, it's still yours. To create a vessel. Exactly. So for you, would that be the app? Definitely my app right now. I have a bunch of things I want to go about, but my main goal right now is build Xerprise, my workout app, as much as possible. Eventually, sell it, start my next project. So yeah, do, can you explain the app a little bit? Because there's definitely people listening to this that are a hundred percent. Yo, shout out to all. My PC friends, because I know you guys are going to tune into this, that are trying to get ripped. <laughs> Mike has a really fresh app. Yeah, I invented the first ever workout app where you can choose your muscle group selection. So whatever muscle group you want to work out, including all app groupings, cardio, and so forth. Then you choose what equipment options you have available to you. So it's great for everyone who works out at home. You literally have specific equipment options. Or if you have full gym status, obviously you can have as much equipment as you need. Then you have the choice of time intervals or sets and reps. And then it'll tell you how long you work out for. And then within literally like four clicks, you have a whole workout generated for you. 
So when did you start developing X-Surprise? It's been a little over a year now, about a year and a half at this point. Oh, so like as soon as you left UNH? Yeah, I mean, it started in the summer after I graduated college. Just ideas, then had, uh, one of, I developed my developers in India. One of my subscribers hit me up. I was like, yeah, This guy's the man. Yeah, it's opportunity to make it happen, so went after it. Yeah, so, but you've been tweaking it consistently, right? I'm sure like the first like five, six months was kind of a growth period with the app, right? Like we got to work out some kinks, blah, 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 but then you launch it. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? I mean, so it's always a building process. Every every month we're doing new features, we're doing new updates, we're always trying to improve the status and work on against competitors. So it's just like putting everything that comes in right now gets put right back in. Who would be a main competitor at Body Space? Actually, no. The main competitors like Swerk It. Um, if you've ever heard of them, like Seven Minute Abs. I mean, I don't really look too much into competitors. I'm more just about building what's mine. I know, but you and I are both wildly competitive, bro. Of course, dude. But I compete with you. you. I feel like you compete with me. I think it's good. <laughs> it's healthy. Well, that's one thing. I also think it's like it's it's been healthy for us to work together because like we're both trying to take off in our respective field. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's good because we do things in a similar way, but very differently. And also just a totally different field. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, you like the face-to-face interaction. I like being behind the scenes. I fucking hate talking to too many people. I know. Yeah, but don't you hate content at a certain point? I, bro, I've been getting so caught up in my fucking phone. Like, I'm, it's your job. I mean, it comes to a point where I go on my phone for content. I hate even answering texts these days. I know. It's just so much, right? Yeah. I hate getting calls. Have you checked your screen time recently? Dude, I'm on my phone all day. I don't even want to look. I know, dude. It's like so unnatural for humans. You know that, right? It's like great for entrepreneurs, but as a human, it's really bad, bro. I mean, when you're building something, though, I know. way out the odds. Dead ass. But at the same time, it's like, dude, let's let's have a little self-health here. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, my facts. That's why we take vacations. That we I've been taking a while. Vac- <laughs> I've been taking a vacation a long time, bro. So I was offered two really long vacations this summer. I was like, nah, man, I gotta work it. Yo, I'm trying to get him to come with me on like a night out or something. He doesn't even take a drink. None of that. <laughs> so Mike, um, oh, here's John. You know, you met John, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to John. He'll be at the event. Hopefully, yeah. I created him one. I created him a flyer. Um. Yeah, I think one thing people can learn, like, and actually a value that can take from the conversation if they listen or watch the whole thing is you talking about some of the downsides to being fully entrepreneurial at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, full transparency is something that people don't really talk about, and that's something I preach on. For sure. But it's also tough because you don't want to just be beating a dead horse about all the negatives all the time. I mean, if there's all negatives, then your business isn't going to be successful, so... For sure. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you're at this young age, things are cycling consistently, and you're like, there's a lot of ups and downs in your day to day. You feel that way? Dude, nothing is stable right now, but that's the thing that makes it so fun, too. You got to figure out how to get that balance and push. It's you're Yeah, you're a fucking impulsive psycho. <laughs> yeah, I am very impulsive. How, how often do you, do you execute on impulses? depends exactly what it is if it's gonna financially benefit me 95 percent of the time very quickly um if it's something that's kind of long term i have to think a lot more about it and make a plan i'm very structured which is if without my structure i fall apart unlike me yeah very unlike you (laughs) i know we're different types of adhd (laughs) so 
you and I are on some boss talk, right? Like 10, 15 years. Right. What? You're, we're on some boss talk. Oh, hell yeah, always. No, but in 10, 15 years, right? Yeah. What, like, can you, have you visualized it for yourself? Have you like really manifested where you think you're going to be? Do you do that? I mean, I, I play it day by day, to be honest. I can't, I mean, I have plans and goals, but I have to make things happen step by step to get to the longer blocks. I was going to say, but isn't your day to day, it's all micro actions to, to a point, right? Like you're trying to reach some point in oh, your yeah, field. Oh yeah, everything has is a means to an end. So, do you feel like elaborating on that of like where <laughs> you want to work to? Yeah, I mean, right now, basically everything is about growing my media's and kind of just increasing an audience. But I use my media's as a marketing source, and then I work on like my app as a main everything that I can create as mine rather than have a media that someone else controls. So the more things I can create as mine are the ways I want to really push my media's right now because then I'll be able to actually keep building businesses and then have other people eventually make money for me. For sure. So I think what's like very interesting, what people will pick up on is Mike is like a, actually a psycho in the gym. He's like literally one of the strongest people I've ever met, <laughs> but he puts the same amount of energy into the gym, into being a meathead, swole boy, Mikey bonkers <laughs> as to, as to actually developing and executing on a very profitable business. Yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, you know, in the fitness industry, I doubt there are as many people who care as much about their business as they do about their physique. Oh, absolutely. That's why, I mean, that's why people, a lot of people will take the easier route and take a bunch of drugs and work out less just to be able to do some business stuff. But I'm actually a natural, and the way I think about it is the, it's my stress relief in the gym. It's what I love to do, and then I'm able to translate over that to the business aspect. So, so your long-term goals are ambiguous, but in terms of short-term physical goals, do you have any? And, like, how do you dictate that when you've reached, like, an expert level like you? Like, you see this doing a sweatshirt, but his back is dead-ass at Christmas trees. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now I compete in powerlifting, so it's just kind of making a name for myself in that industry. But I'm definitely planning to get into the bodybuilding field after a couple more competitions in powerlifting. So, I mean, my fitness, luckily my business and my fitness goals really intertwine, so it all works together. I'm going to be the sexiest podcast host ever. That's one of my goals. Oh, yeah. What'd you say? Hot dudes only? <laughs> only hot dudes. Only hot dudes. But if you're a hot dude, remember, you're coming with a hot chick. <laughs> you are not coming alone, or you are getting stiff-armed at yeah, the door. Yeah, we got security now, right? Dead ass. See you later, bro. So, yeah, so one thing I also picked up on when we started doing this, I was like, damn, this dude Mike has never thrown an event. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like I said, I do everything behind the scenes, behind a screen. I know. Do you ever worry about the internet just crashing? That's why I create something that's mine, too. I mean, I, all these audiences, one day, Instagram, YouTube, could just completely die. That's why you got to build something off those platforms that you can control. With the, you're talking about the app? My app, my training business on my website. Yeah. What if there was literally zero internet? Like, it's just annihilated. Uh, then and then a you lot have to... of people are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. But that's when I open my own gym in person shit. Exactly. Is that going to be a tough transition? No. Nah. No, you'll be fucking... I, mean, I like working out. 100%. So what is the status of Boston Fitness? Because it's something we discussed. Like, I, Irene was also up here. I don't know if you saw her episode. Yeah, Irene killed it. She did a great job. Shout out to Irene. Shout out. <laughs> I'm sorry we had a, like a 25-minute delay in your episode. I, uh... I blew it on the audio, but you, you did a great job, and I'm looking forward to whatever you grow. <laughs> Listen, we had discussed that Boston Fitness specifically is like a, kind of an untapped market, correct? Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. How can you capitalize on it more so? I mean, obviously this event is going to be extremely big, but... Yeah, the thing with Boston and just New England in general is the seasons actually really screw people over fitness-wise because the cold months, people are fully clothed. They don't think about their physique as much. And then come summertime, they're rushing to get in shape. So what I try to do is give them time-efficient workouts, things that they can kind of not spend their whole day on doing and make them understand that doing some work now is going to translate over to them, helping to get their goals a lot faster during those warmer months. So the more we can get people in the mindset that it's just year-round, it's not just a seasonal thing, is how the whole market is going to change. And that's I feel like the fitness industry is really starting to grow in Boston because people are starting to realize it's not just about summertime and beach season. And when you try to just make it about summertime and beach season, you're not going to be ready. I, I feel like it's it's very standard around here. Like, okay, it's turning October, November. I'm going to bulk all the way through March. Exactly. I normally so cut during so the winter. <laughs> do you? Yeah. So, did you cut this winter? Yeah, I still cut it. <laughs> yeah, what do you have for caloric intake right now? Uh, I do a caloric cycling method. Uh, it works. Yo, give your pitch because I did it and I'm fucking ripped now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people, when they do calorie deficits to lose weight, they stay at the same deficit and their metabolism adapts. So my method is I do a caloric cycling method. So I'll basically cycle down 100 calories over like a six-week period, then readjust my maintenance value, eat at a maintenance to reestablish my um, metabolism and just make sure my hormones are working correctly. And then I'll kind of recycle again and readjust as I go and it makes the metabolism never adjust. So you're constantly losing weight, constantly burning body fat in the same process for gaining weight. Okay. Roadrunner with the mouth. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> so what Mike is saying is, well, actually, you just elaborate step by step. So for what he did for me, I was like, yo, bro, listen, I'm like a little hefty. I was like a smooth, like 203, you feel me? I'm still 6'3", though. I'm still hot. Hairline tugging back, still hot, though, still hot. I want to get a little more rip. Mike was like, yo, bro, you got to do this microcycling. So we started with 2500 which mm-hmm. is like a 300 calorie def- deficit at daily yep yep which as a human you don't really feel a 300 deficit mm-hmm. you won't you'll be a little hungry and then next week 2400 2300 2200 2100 yeah i mean those numbers are going to change depending on what your maintenance caloric value is there's a ton of online calculators you can find that out very easily and you do that also based off activity factor but the thing is those small changes literally a 100 calorie difference per week over a long period of time that adds up and it actually mathematically makes sense regarding how many calories you're actually going to be burning over a long period of time for weight loss i i worry about a little bit is i've been in a cut in like I feel like I'm I'm in like some of the best shape I've been in a long time since my shoulder. I I worry about like if I tap out of my diet, then it's gonna throw off my entire physique. That's like such a Is common misconception. People think they think like like I have a cheat meal every week, and I still drink normally. I go out once a week, and not only does that and, help, and, and he smokes. <laughs> and not only does it just the mentality is so important people think just phys- fitness is physical the mentality aspect is so important your mental health helps you stay on track physically so if you can't enjoy the process it's not going to be something you can sustain yeah so what i'm saying is like let's say i reach a you know i want to get my ab veins pop and that's when i know i'm like mm-hmm. i'm peak lean right at what point and then at what point is like yo just stop cutting and you know don't think so heavy on it can you ever do that while trying to maintain a good physique, is that possible? Like, I mean, you have a, you have to reach certain goals. You have to set standards for yourself. So, if you think that you need to cut more, then keep cutting. If you think that you're at a point where you can start putting on some more size, or just you kind of feel mentally that you need a refeed and just to eat more calories and feel more energized, then you got to adjust based on how you're feeling. What you feel is so important. People don't really take that into account. 
what I'm saying also is like, is it ever possible to maintain a good physique without having to obsess over it? So this is going to blow a lot of people away. When I was, my first four years of my fitness journey, I didn't diet at all. I just worked out for like three to four hours a day because I love working out. But I made a great physique literally strictly through working out. So the nutrition, I call it, like is how you really get the detail work of your whole physique and how you get overall healthy. The hard but, cuts. Yeah, exactly. I always say you have to build a foundation, and that's the consistency factor. And then you can work on the detail work with the nutritional side. I find the nutritional side the hardest part. So getting that workout consistency, then really starting up your nutrition is a game changer. Nutrition is probably tenfold for everybody, the hardest part. Oh, absolutely. But if you want to get real hot, kind of a necessity, right? It's incredibly important. I mean, what you eat is literally going to indicate how you feel half the time. I feel like you can get big yoked by and, and not worry too much about your diet. Like You have like big arms and like a big back. You can get massive just by working out. You don't need a diet at all to get huge, but the aesthetic but, portion. But you don't get hot unless you eat <laughs> If you want shreds, nutrition is how you do it. So can you elaborate a little bit on intermittent fasting? Actually, you know what? I'm going to cut this up as a clip. So listen, Mikey over here, Mikey Swole, a.k.a. Anabolic Aliens, is quite the fitness YouTuber. I have been following another fitness YouTuber <laughs> for some time. I also drank your pre-workout, dog, Grego Gallagher, man. Listen, we need the Anabolic Aliens collab. I'm currently fasting with the black coffee. You see the sparkling water, bro? I'm a Kino fan, dog. I'm going to even get a Kino belt. I love Kino Octane. I'm going to be honest. It made me go a little bit crazy, a little too much caffeine because it tasted good. But we need this collab. Come do a video with Mike at our gym to be named. And then come on the podcast, brother. We think you're hilarious. We like when you beat the shit out of Bob. This is me and my gang. Let's make it happen. I'm down. <laughs> you down to make it happen? Yeah, let's make it happen. So. Can I have this? That's all you, bro. Yeah. That, that was wild. I'm going to cut that. Like right there. See this. Yeah, cut out my weed part. Uh, too. Like the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> all right, fine. Yeah, I'll take care of it. So listen, Mike, is there, any, do, is there anything you want to say that you might want to cut up for a video at some point? Because I can do that for you. No problem for early, on a content tip. If there's anything that you think this platform, you can push. I'll do it for you. Like on Golden Deer? What, yeah, what I'm saying is like you actually on a podcast going to push some sort of content to promote your content. Oh, okay. I mean, what, what do you think if we did some kind of fitness talk, maybe bi-weekly, whatever you think best? I mean, it's such an untapped market in the industry. Might as well push it with you. Best podcast in Boston. No, no, I'm saying this like a side, like even to promote your channel. Like if you have an extra prize drop coming, you could say it now and then I could just cut you up a clip and then you can go push it. Yeah, I mean, I just dropped a whole new tracking feature and progressional graph feature for my workout app. So you literally can log your weight in pounds or kg, depending where you are in the world. And then you track that work. You go to exercise library, and then you're going to see progressional graphs with detailed workout statistics. Cut that up, too. Mike's app is fire. Hell yeah. Over 175,000 users now. Wow. Crazy. How, so how do you market an app? It's funny, I haven't done any paid marketing for the app. Just use my YouTube channel, my medias, and then word of mouth spreads it. That's all. That's how you do it? I haven't put $1 into app marketing. That's it? Yeah. Zero bucks? I haven't done anything for that. I just use my medias as how, marketing. How would you do it if you were to go market it? Uh, there's specific things you can do, like an app store. Um, you can have 
they basically like the suggested apps above like search. an seo type thing yeah seo um but it's different for app it's not called it's like app optimization i don't know it's all different than the actual search engines but the google play store and the app store are completely different so you have to basically make different content for the specific stores like you actually can't even have the same app on either store it has to be a completely different version so when i made my app it was originally just app store and then i had to drop another 20k to make it on the android yeah i also mike has opened my eyes to the bags out here because this dude is securing the big bag brother <laughs> Hey, everything costs money. When when was the first time you caught that? Because the last time you were up here, you're like, dude, two and a half years, zero bucks back. Yeah, literally. What, what was the first check you caught? Do you remember? Like big one? Or just like, damn, like two and a half years of work, I finally got paid. <laughs> YouTube finally started paying back. I mean, oh, it was it was YouTube AdSense. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. There wasn't an opportunity to really make new things until it started making money through the content. You know, so once money started coming in, I was like, all right, now I can start pushing other things. And then it started growing and growing. What was money to you at that time? Like how much? Money to me at that time, like two grand a month was sweet. Fire. <laughs> yeah, I was oh my God. <laughs> Working out for money. That's 2,000 natty daddies in college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were making two racks at school? Yeah. Bro, I'm going to sound like a real dick when I say this, but dude, I was, when I was selling, going door to door selling shirts, like I was making bread. Like like bread baskets, and then my friends would have like no money at yeah, school. <laughs> and broke ass college kids is a lifestyle. I I know. I don't even know how some people operated with like zero bills. Dude, I would go crazy if my bank account was you, little. Your early years, you you always had money on you. Uh, no, I just when I was in college, there was no responsibility. I mean, other than passing classes, but that was side stuff. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even imagine you in class. Yeah, Were I you terrible? Go, I didn't really go to class too much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either, bro. <laughs> yeah, I had to make content. I know, bro. I was the same way. But you were a nutrition major. Yeah, I graduated with my bachelor's in nutrition from UNH. Have you really retained any info from it, or have you not? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Me neither. I literally don't think I learned. I can't even put on like a f one hand how much I learned in college because I, what I the way I work is I have to figure things out on my own. Yeah, I'm the same way. I can't be in a classroom getting told what to do. Can you read? Uh, like a fifth grade level. <laughs> Dead ass. Because you you do an audio book though, right? Uh, I haven't. Oh my one. god, I cannot wait. Let me do it with you. Yeah. And you know Anibal Gal no Anibal audio book. I'm down. You need to do a book. Yeah, let's do it. It's got to be on business and fitness. Are there other books out there already? I'm sure. There definitely are. Yeah. Rob Lipset has a bunch of... He's actually a good guy. Check him out if you're interested in business and fitness, too. Rob Lipset? I love that guy. He's one of my favorites. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. I've never heard you talk about having an idol. He's one of my favorites, yeah. Very entrepreneurial-based. Who else? Well, one of my um, main guys that really got me consistent with my own content is Scott Herman. He has over 2 million on YouTube, and I... He took me on when I was like out of 500 subscribers. I mean, he let me use his studio to film my content. And so that's exactly why I kind of want to do these events with you to help people who are just really starting out get to that next level. You know, it's all about growing together. But he's one of my idols. Athlete Next is a great channel. Athlete Next is the 40 the year old dude whose just physique is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he he has so many degrees. But beside the, beside the, uh, other than the like degrees, he helps so many like professional athletes and just people. He's very like very renowned. So. Yeah, and he's smart as fuck. Yeah, he's a genius. I mean, I don't agree with all of his content, but that's exactly why he's good at what he does. Controversy is how you grow. Oh, oh why? There's always issues. 
I mean, fitness is so contra- is so controversial. Like, I can have an opinion, and then an expert can have a, a different opinion, and then another expert can have a different opinion. It, things are always changing nutritionally, physically. So you got it. That's why I always preach: do what's best for you. Yeah, for sure. But how mu- how much is wow factor and like clickbait been contributed to the growth of your channel? So recently, I actually hired a dope thumbnail guy. Shout out to Jack. He's been freaking killing it, and my analytics have already gone up 12% since I actually upped my thumbnail game because of him. So the click rate is absolutely important. The first thing people see is how people actually click on something. So if they don't like what they see right away, they're not going to click on it. But before that, were you doing shit like legendary five-minute workout will get you ripped abs? Like, was that a title? No, I mean, my... Like I said, my whole philosophy was basically just give people something that is going to be convenient to a specific niche. So I did home workouts. I did barbell-specific workouts. I did dumbbell-specific workouts. I tried to attack specific niches. And then when they started to grow, I would go full at that specific niche that started to take off. And that's how really things build. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like I think I could really effectively grow the show. Like Honestly, this is a, a real business tip. I don't even like talking about this shit when people are watching. But... I could definitely grow the show if I started doing like fitness YouTuber talks about steroids and I could make that the title and I could cut that up and then it would get the zillions more views. But I, but I'm on this integrity tip where like, dude, I want to grow this. I want to develop real relationships with people and play the long game. You feel me? It depends how you go about it. I mean, there's a difference between clickbait that's literally clickbait and clickbait that actually is the topic that you're talking about in that video. So if we were to have a whole podcast about fitness and steroids, that would be a perfectly acceptable clickbait title because it's true. You know, but you also get what I'm saying, right? I do. I mean, I hate I hate seeing like these channels bring people in off bullshit titles when the work they say intense workout and the workouts ass. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I also think this is a big Gary Vaynerchuk thing. I like he's Gary all <laughs> shout out Gary V. I let him talk about you like every podcast. <laughs> I've been actually thinking about him a lot. I'm like, damn, bro. You know what? Because I'm out here like yo, I deal with a handful of stressed men. Always get it done. Always execute. Always keep going. But dude, how does he do all this fucking content and like be this public figure and also operate this massive business? Like, does this do not stress? Well, that's the thing, dude. It's that thing where people are basically making money for you. I guarantee you, he has an editor. I oh, guarantee he's got you, he has a marketer. If all you're focusing on is the content and what you need to do for your business, like the actual creation side, everyone else does everything else for you, you're smooth sailing. For sure. But then you're also accountable to those people that you're working under. You well, that's know what why I'm saying? you got to trust who you work. That's why I'm very, very, very Selective. careful with who I work with. As I'm learning that slowly. Oh, yeah. you get. I've been fucked over multiple times in the past, and that's all part of the learning experience, though. Yeah, but you've been fucked over on a, like, a bread, like, money. Well, money-wise, I mean, content-wise, I, I mean, I used to have an old partner, and I, ever since he's left, everything's really skyrocketed because I can finally pursue things in the way I think is going to be most optimal. Well, your skill set, you're probably also better off operating alone. Yeah, I'm not doing a partner again. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough for you. But you started the channel, right? We st- I st- Anabolic Aliens, actually, for the... You'll hear the sweet spot when you're there. Talk. Yeah, Anabolic Aliens that. is actually... Oh, that's louder. <laughs> Much louder. Anabolic Aliens is actually originally the first week it was four people. Second week it was three people. Third week it was two people. And then three years went down, it was two of us. And then the last year and a half it's been just me. And last year and a half it's been the most growth. 
Fuck yeah. The big boom. <laughs> how how often are you inspired by people doing wrong by you, honestly? Like I'll be I'll be honest, I'm out here just selling giving my soul away to the camera and you I am frequently on spite like I'm like, you know, I'm gonna work harder on some spiteful shit. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm a very loyal person actually. I fuck with certain people then when as soon as there's disrespect or a way I get fucked over, I will never fuck with you again. So if if you're if we're able to make something happen and we're loyal to each other and actually help each other grow, I will support you until the end. But as soon as you do some shady shit, I will I don't fuck with you anymore. Not even that though, I'm saying how much of your drive and your ambition is based on kind of thinking about the past and like, wow, they they did me wrong, let me keep going. Oh, all the time, but that—that's those learning curves, you know. You gotta if you, once you kind of have a failure aspect or whatever, even if it's from a third party, kind of take that into consideration, readjust, and then push forward. There's a book I'm gonna show you eventually when I go back into your dungeon in Fenway. <laughs> Sold them out. Yeah, dungeon. Um, there's a book called The Laws of Power, and it discusses. I was t- who I was talking about with this? Maybe I was talking about Irene, but there's a a philosophy that says you're only at your most powerful if you have an enemy because your enemy will make you work harder. Absolutely. Fuck well, with that. Heavy. One of Gary V's things that I love that he said was a great business pisses like hundreds of people off by noon every day. <laughs> Dead ass. Yeah. I know, but you, you've, I feel like you embrace that. Oh yeah. I fucking love it. Fires me up. <laughs> you're fucking, so you were always competitive, right? I'm very competitive. You gotta be. If you don't have any competitive edge, how are you gonna get ab- above your competition? I think humans naturally have a competitive edge. They just need to find what they're gonna be competitive in. Would oh, you yeah. agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I don't think I'd be able to be so competitive if it wasn't in the fitness industry because that's what I'm passionate about, you know? Yeah, so you weren't this competitive when you were playing baseball, right? I grew. I actually went to college originally for baseball, and my love for baseball grew less and less as my love for fitness grew more and more so i would not be able to push like i do for fitness if i was playing baseball still what what is it about fitness above baseball that you like on a a sports aspect it's personal development i mean like every day there's some way i can get better every day there's some way i can push my own limits and there's kind of there's not a third party that's affecting that is is it a control thing though too you know what I'm saying? It's like you are fully in control when you're in the gym. There's no other aspects that you can really maneuver. Yeah, I mean, when I'm in the gym, I block out the world. It's my it's my time. It's my way to push myself. Except and, all the shorties in the gym. He doesn't block them out. Yeah, that's just that quick T-boost. <laughs> T-boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we growl in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just the way that it's all me versus me there. Word. Hey, you having fun on the podcast? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> How am I doing? Yeah, killing it, bro. We've gotten a little bit better, man. Since you last saw me. This is way more professional. Oh, at the five hundred thousand dollar camera. It's five hundred thousand. Yeah, look at that thing. Oh <laughs> shit, that thing's quality, man. It's fire. So, yeah, but one thing I think I've noticed is people who are totally into their physique. It's not. Sometimes it's because I feel that way too with fitness. It's like you can you have in the entire control over the situation. For the most part. And and you can track your progress and see results of your effort. Mm-hmm. Pretty results deep. are the most motivating thing, fitness and business. Anything. Mm-hmm. But what if you're going for the big goals, bro? Fitness-wise? Anything. What if What if it's hard to... What if, you know, you, you have your end goal is really big? 
and it's hard to sometimes track your actual progress. Well, that's when it comes down to how bad you really want it because, I mean, the big goals, they're not going to happen overnight. So it's all those. That's why I always preach little things lead to big things. And it's those stepping stones to get to those larger goals. And eventually you got to realize, like, you can't do everything on your own, but you have to be able to have that security on your own and able to actually build and progress externally. Absolutely. Mike's also quite the public speaker. He's getting better, man. (laughs) Try it. We've been doing great on the promo for this event. Yeah, I mean, just it, that's why just work, us, bro. I work really well with you, dude. We do things very differently and work well together with our different styles. Absolutely. So, dudes want to get hot this summer, right? Yeah, dudes and chicks. Yeah, but chicks are always hot. <laughs> we like chicks, but dudes want to get hot this summer, right? It's now what May tenth. Yeah, sometime in May. I think it's May tenth. So the peak of summer is like July fourth. So there's about seven weeks until like peak beach season, right? Yeah. You, you know, it's still in August and shit, mm-hmm. but like dudes are taking their shirts off on July 4th. I mean, yeah, it's starting now. Well, oh, 100%. <laughs> but in the next seven weeks, what could somebody do to at least have some sort of physique improvement? What would you do if you're at a beginner level? If I'm at a beginning level and I'm trying to get ready for the beach season as quick as possible, I follow a strength training program to work on building my mass while I'm following a caloric deficit cycling method to work on losing some body fat in the process, along with the HIIT cardio. My favorite style is Tabata, which is high-intensity interval training. It's 20 seconds high-intensity followed by 10 seconds of rest and repeated for a four-minute circuit. I find that's the best way to lose body fat. So strength training program with a high-intensity cardio regimen with a caloric cycling deficit method, you're going to get shredded pretty quickly. Slow down. <laughs> okay. Let's let's do it slow for the uneducated. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like, yo, someone's in, you know, our friends, they're in Seaport. We're like, so we have a friend that's working at PWC. Mm-hmm. Where, where the fuck's Carl working right now? <laughs> Where's Carl? Carl's a psycho. <laughs> Dead ass. But he says the same shit about us. <laughs> Where Wherever Carl is, right? Fuck Carl, you're in terrible shape, bro. <laughs> you actually you look great. But let's say Carl let's say Carl's in bad shape. What would you do for Carl? So I'd have him put on basically a strength and mass plan. So basically a lot of people when they try to cut, they think they just need to do a ton of high reps and shit. That's not how you do it because what you need to do is focus on building muscle mass. Get stronger. Yeah, get stronger and just build your overall foundation. And then when you work on the high intensity cardio and that calorie deficit for your diet, that's when you work the detail work. So the foundation plus the detail work, shreds, gains, let's fucking get it. Okay, but basic workouts in the next seven weeks, like we're talking about like go hit some incline, hit some shoulder press right <laughs> compounds are always going to be should be the base of your training program so bench press barbell squat barbell deadlift barbell overhead press if you're not doing those four movements you are missing out on a lot of quality building yeah this is my thing about it it's people i think frequently overthink their workout and mind you i'm not in top tier amazing shape but but in my experience dude people have been doing these exercises for centuries because they work exactly i mean there's fun stuff you can do with variations and shit but when it comes down to it the core lifts are always going to be the most effective and the core lifts being our squat squat bench deadlift and overhead press okay the overhead press is dangerous though because uh you might tear your labrum like big bochi if you do it wrong or you do too much that's true too 
I don't know what happened because because <laughs> I wasn't fucking around with it when I did it. It wasn't like insane heavy weight. It was eighty. It was there were eighty pound dumbbells at that time. I was like five repping hundred five pound dumbbells. Well, that's already the difference right there. You said dumbbells that dumbbells versus barbell. Dumbbells require a much more stability factor. So if you lack the stability and try to push weight, you're going to end up getting hurt because you don't have that stability factor in your rotator cuffs. Is there a good bench variation with a cable, or is it just not even? Because yeah, you can you can literally bench press with cables, with machines, with dumbbells, with barbells. Everything has their purpose. Is it as effective though with a cable? It requires a ton of stability. It's a different. You won't have as much power as you would with a dumbbell press or a barbell press, but it's a great way for size building. And also, it's less risk. Like I said, it depends all on the stability factor. If you don't have your rotator cuffs trained in mobility ranges and overall just strength development. When you do specific movements in specific mobility ranges, your your rotator cuffs can't really with uh, like sustain that kind of weight that you have to put onto the muscles. So if you don't train properly in proper motor, with a proper actual pathways for your central nervous system, you're not going to be able to adapt to more weight, and that's when you get injured. For sure. Um, you want to pick it up? What was it? It's Hector. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna wait till this goes. But put us on uh, Instagram Live. A little content, a little, little Mikey Bonkers content. So, elaborate on what you got going on today. Right, what I'm doing today? Yeah, like on in the day, the day to day of Mike. Yeah. So if one, no stability in the sleep schedule. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really sleep too much. <laughs> well, you do, but it's like once every like two centuries. Yeah, I mean, I got work to do right now. Welcome, sleep later. Welcome to the Mike Show. What up? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, basically. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Instagram. Hey, we got an event coming up May 16th. Oh, the hairline's looking tough. That's why I wear a hat. May 16th. Me and Mikey. Adam, what's up, brother? Rexo Bond, what up, dog? <laughs> Listen, we got an event on May 16th. If you're going to come, you got to let us know because we're going to hit capacity. It's in a seafood restaurant. It's at the Summer Shack. We're good dudes. It's going to be pretty big. Let us know by tomorrow at the latest. We don't want to curve anyone at the door. That's bad for business. But what we do want to do is throw dope events for Boston. Yo, he's missed Adam, one of the biggest parts, How come parts, you didn't answer Hex Call, Big C? Because, oh, because, oh, everyone's saying hi. Hey, okay. <laughs> hey. hey, listen, again, we have an event May 16th at the Summer Shack in Cambridge. You guys know about the Summer Shack. Yo, you keep forgetting one of the biggest parts, dude. Free drinks. Yeah, but they could, they could run out. They could run out. Free drinks. That's okay. all you need to hear. They could run out if you don't get there in time. But listen, May 16th at the Summer Shack. It's the Influencer Office Party. If you're doing cool shit out of the city, please come. We got a handful of really dope people coming. Damn, my hairline is looking vicious, Mikey. You rubbing off on me, boy? I, I have a hat for I don't know what you're talking about. But let us know if you're coming. And we're back to the Mikey show. <laughs> what were we talking about before my rant? Hey, Ingrati joined. <laughs> what up, Alex? Huh? That's how you say Ingrati? I think so. <laughs> I hope about wrong. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, your day. So your day to day is a, a solely entrepreneurial twenty four year old who's making that bag. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's either editing a video, filming new content, and then it's just kind of about how I'm going to market that content, how I can work with my sponsors, how I can build my app, how I can get to that next level. It's a never-ending process. How much of your day-to-day, though, is actually seeking new business as opposed to just operating? Because operating gets so boring sometimes, bro. 
See, that's the that's where you and me come very differently. I'm very much in the operating part right now, so it is really tough to make network connections, and that's why these events are so important for me because I'm so focused on mine right now. It's hard to kind of get other people involved. So at this point, when I'm doing my day to day, when people hit me up, I I always check my DMs, I always check my comments, and I get back to people. But it's very hard for me to reach out and find new people unless they find me first at this point. So you're so you're at a point now where it's like okay, I'm gonna. Sl- I'm going to go sleep for like 10 hours. I'm going to stay up for like 40 hours. I'm going to like shoot a bunch of videos at the gym. <laughs> well, my process. But you don't film every workout, right? Nah. I'm kind of primal in a sense. I like stay up for two days. And then when I get all my stuff done, I'll sleep for like 10 hours. And then I'll repeat. It's actually tab. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is the mind, man. So you, um, yeah, but. So your day-to-day content is your your job. Content is king. That it is. Mm-hmm. As is currency. As is. The fuck is going with this? <laughs> there was a dude. I'm not going to call anybody out. Jack, you know the story. But there was a, a young man. And I was going to help him with his venture. He's like, yo. He was like, here are the three C's. Did I ever tell you about this? Yo, do you know what I just thought about? What? I've never done an Instagram live. Should I hop on it right now? Absolutely. I've never done one, bro. This be the You've first never one. done it live? No, hold up. Let me get on this oh, shit. Oh, fire. Let's do it. I'm going to say what's up. Yo, dude, this is going to be wild. <laughs> Wait, we got to be a little careful what we say if we go on this one. 100%. All right. Whoa, how do you do it? You, you've never gone live? Nah, Start dude. This way. Go to live. Whoa. Go ahead. Yo. Hey, listen. This is Mikey's first ever Instagram live. Yeah, this is wild. It ta- it usually takes a couple minutes for people to hop in. Oh, oh, there's okay. Alex. Alex, <laughs> first ever, bro. But listen, Mike and I. Oh, say what's up. What up? Yeah, so people are popping up. Listen, hey, a little clout for me. I'm Connor Holloway from Golden Deer Productions. We are live on a podcast. This is Mikey's first ever IG live. Yeah, I got to start doing this more. If you guys like it, let me know. What up, Alina? Uh, Alina? <laughs> hey, I saw She's Alina coming to the event. Oh, no, she's on the fence. You gotta nah, she her. coming. Uh, so listen. This is why I set this up, man. Yeah, here. You just put it against the water? But No, put it right on you. What do you mean? Put it like this. All right, hold up, guys. This is my first ever live. I got to get this good. Yeah, you got it, bro. No, I would. Yeah, no, face the camera more toward you so people know you're there. Like Look at that. that. You're official now. <laughs> Whoa, this is wild. <laughs> I feel like you could get way. You could talk to way more people via live, bro. Yeah, it's mad easy. What's up, guys? What's up? What is up, aliens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so me and Connor right here, Golden River Productions, we're running the first, the second actually Boston influencer event at the Summer Shack in Cambridge. Yo, come through a little closer to get on this. Okay, we don't even have to talk to the mic because it won't even pick that up. <laughs> but, yeah, we are throwing an event May 16th at the Summer Shack. That's next Thursday. We probably shouldn't even be marketing anymore because it's definitely going to hit capacity. But me and Mike are on a crazy promo run, so we figured we'd do it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Real though, we have literally over a 10 million network of influencers already attending. And there's multiple businesses coming to look for actually sponsors, uh, like influencers, to actually help promote their brands. So it's going to be a great opportunity financially as well. So if you're in the city, hit up Mike. Don't hit up me, because I already deal with enough on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> All right, let's keep going, bro. Okay, so, yeah, so your day-to-day is you wake up, just go edit some videos, focus, mm-hmm. focus, Mike. 
Huh? <laughs> well, it's cool. I've never done this. <laughs> Pretty fun. Look, say what's up to everybody. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Yo, aliens. I'm surprised on such a content tip. You've never done it. Yeah, I mean, it's just never been something I've really sat down while I'm doing something else to do. Have you ever live streamed on YouTube? Huh? You've never streamed on YouTube? Nah. Yo, I've actually been thinking about if I get my own studio someday, which might be happening, I'm thinking about doing live membership on my YouTube site and doing live workouts and stuff. Let me know if you think that'd be cool. That'd be a fresh finessement, too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, man. Doing, like, instead of just five-minute workouts, I'll do full 45-minute workouts on my channel. What's up, everyone? And know what you could also do, on a, like, on a business tip, on a personal training tip, say, yo, I'll, I'll package you in a little personal training at my space, and it will come with you getting worked into the content because some yeah. people would enjoy it some people wouldn't yeah yo thank you it's my first time live this is sick <laughs> uh, yeah you're gonna love this yo i'm having a blast already <laughs> man this is fun <laughs> hey listen wait do, do your fans know that you hit the booth pack not too much okay then i'll keep it on the low <laughs> transparency though you can't lie in a podcast yo man. shout out india yeah mike's fans are totally global which is wild. Dude, it's amazing having, being able to connect with people all over the world. Okay, so so just, so just you'll go edit videos. You'll go on your Gmail. You'll hit up sponsors. Mm -hmm. What else is in a day-to-day? -day? You go, you'll go up to Haverhill and pick your meals up. <laughs> I go to Haverhill. One of my partners is Hard Body Meals. So I literally have every meal prepped for me every day of the week, actually. Shout out to Hard Body Meals. Yeah, shout out Thanks. to Hard Body Meals. Excited to meet you, man. Yeah, I can't wait. He's coming to the event, so it's going to be lit. Okay, next. So Yeah, so I mean every day basically. I mean, I'll work out for about 3 to 4 hours and then I film my content. And if I'm not filming content, I edit content, but I'm actually starting to film content daily because I post new new content on Instagram, then new content on YouTube, and then like toss that thing in Final Cut Pro. Yeah, I mean Final Cut is a lifesaver, but I think I'm actually going to at some point get an editor to help me out because when I start having my own studio, I want to be able to do like everyday uploads and stuff, so it's going to be really lit. Yo, thanks for all the hearts. This is so cool, man. <laughs> this is a PSA for Big GDP. I am also looking to link with the best editor in Boston. I've had a couple meetings already. I'd love to link with somebody who can create really, really dope content because I personally, you guys, a lot of you don't understand this, but after this, I go to a Starbucks, a random allotted Starbucks. Hey, um, I'm on live now. Listen, if you're an editor in the Boston area, video editor, Final Cut Pro, Adobe, hit me up. <laughs> Not Michael. Nah, hit me up. Because I need someone to help me produce the show. And Mike, he already has enough money. <laughs> nah, nah, we're always trying to grow together. That's how it is. Yeah, I'm on a podcast right now, Jamie. How many of these people in do you know? Huh? How, uh, click the 15. You can see who's in it. Whoa, this is so cool. Alex is still on. Uh, it's, he's the only one I know. So say what's up to everyone you've never met. Yeah, this is so cool. I would love to come through to Cleveland. I've actually never been there before. That's pretty wild. Mike doesn't do face-to-face -face a lot. This is great. Yeah, this is cool, man. You guys want me to start doing lives more often. I definitely can. And this is just a podcast right now, kind of talking about what's going on. But definitely could start doing this at the gym more often and stuff like that. Be cool. And uh, hey, since you guys are on Instagram, I run a pretty large podcast in Boston. Not that large, but it's pretty large. It's called At Golden Deer Productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm actually coming to Canada uh, last week of May, so I'm turning 24, May 24th, and I'll be doing- You're um, getting waxed. <laughs> I'll be doing uh, collabs with Nick Droso, self-defense expert, so I'll be in Montreal for a week at the end of May. You know what I do fuck with your, your videos, honestly? Yeah. Me, mind you, me and you don't traditionally talk about the content we push, but bro, you provide an immense amount of workout value. 
in your videos? Yeah. I mean, one of the main things I do with my workouts is I really try to hit all different types of niches. And that's why there's so many different types of workouts. People work out at home. Maybe they only have body weight. Maybe they only have a barbell. Maybe they only have dumbbells. Maybe they only have um, kettlebells. I no, try but to- you provide a ton of science, bro. That's I mean, just so great. you say science, but it's different. You know, I try to go more off experience based because I believe everyone is so different. So what works for me, hopefully can work for other people. I'm not going to tell someone they're doing something necessarily wrong when it may be working great for them. That's kind of the thing with the fitness industry. It's so changing. And I don't want anyone to think that like if something's working for them, it, it's necessarily wrong. It's just I'm giving them a, a perspective that works for me. So hopefully it can work even better for them. Everyone pick up on that. Mike loves working out. Yeah, working out's fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. Crush those abs. Uh, okay, so let's give a general question here. Um, oh, some people had questions for you. Let me answer, let me ask you these. Yo, this is so cool. I appreciate all the love, everyone. So, okay. At That Is So Nick, I believe this is an individual that will be present on the 16th. He said, what are the best sound effects to make while lifting to produce max results? Like, ooze. Huh? What are the best sound effects? What are the best sound effects to make while lifting to produce max results? I think he wants you to probably iterate some sort of sound effect. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> Is that how you rep? No, nah, dude, I do more of a... I'm more of the type of guy rather than the grunt. <laughs> are you ever just like, fuck? Ah, it depends how heavy of a PR I'm going for. When I go for a PR, definitely... Take a little extra pre workout and go a little crazy. Oh wait, you so you have a specific pre workout and not bang. So bang energy drinks. What's that piss looking shit you you always That's, drinking? Huh? Those are BCAAs, right? Yeah, I have BCAAs. Anytime people ask, people ask me all this all the time. In my gallon, that that calorie liquid thing is actually just aminos. So I drink aminos every workout. It helps a lot with reducing that muscular fatigue. You can feel it. Oh, it makes a hell of a difference. Yo, glad you love X Surprise. Thank you. Go download it. Yo, it's so cool. <laughs> okay, and then. Lynn links Lallier says for how many years have you been working out? When did you start seeing progress? Uh, I've been working out for almost six years now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, I mean, you're definitely in a plateau, bro. Nah, no I'm plateau. No plateau. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she said, when did you start seeing results? Um, I mean, so when the, the new begins, you start seeing results actually relatively quick. Three but weeks. The, huh? Three weeks. Nah, not three weeks. I'd say after six weeks, I always make my programming six weeks because I personally found six weeks of consistency. I mean, it takes around 30 days to establish a habit, but six weeks of consistent hard work with an actual progressional method, you're able to see solid results. And then eventually you get to a point, I'd say after like three to six months, depending on you, is when those results start to slow down. And that's when a lot of people give up on themselves because they think, yo, you know what? Like I'm stopping to see results, stop working. I might as well stop trying. But that's the point where you really got to push, change things up, reanalyze and that's when you can start really taking things to the next level. Okay. Sounds like I got my work ahead of me. Me and you actually need to start working out together, bro. Dude, you are welcome to work out whenever. If you're ever in the Boston area, free guests on the weekends to my gym at, in, <laughs> gym at in Watertown, you're welcome to come. I'd love to live with people. Shouts out to Mike. Hell yeah. What oh. up, killer boy? Okay, so listen, we got to wrap it up. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Do you want to say what say bye to them first, or do you want to yeah, watch, have them watch the whole thing? Yo, I'm going to end this live session, but I'm actually going to do a live session later today because this is really fun. It's easy, right? Yeah, I'll do a little And they can talk. Later. What did that person say? And, yo, thank you for the support, everyone. And I will talk to y'all later. Ah, fuck, how do you end this shit?
You got it. <laughs> share. Hit share. Why? Because then it will keep it up on the story. People can watch everything you just filmed. Is that cool? I, yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's fun. I'm going to do it all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never done that. Yeah, it's fire. Um, okay. So, one last little preface. We're going to run this. I'm going to run the episodes a little bit shorter because I feel like people's retention. Some people watch them for two hours. Some people watch it for an hour. This one's probably. What time do we start? This is probably around an hour, right? Yeah, an hour-ish. How'd I do? You enjoy it? Yeah, dude, this is fun. You got we, me to new realm. <laughs> and we started up all hyped up and we calmed down a little bit. So listen, on May 16th, myself, my name's Connor Hallway, and Mike Groza of... Anabolic Aliens. We're going to be throwing an event at the Summer Shack. We should not be promoting this event anymore because we are definitely going to hit capacity in this space, but promoting is one thing I'm really good at, and so I'm kind of doing it for a confidence boost. You feel me? Additionally, there will be a handful of Boston-based brands. I don't want to call anyone out specifically and put the pressure on them because a couple people got uncomfortable that I sent them flyers for the event. I'm like, dude, you should feel swag. You're not uncomfortable with that? I, we can discuss it after. I'll show you. I'm like, dude, we're doing it the right way. But if you're in the Boston area and you're doing cool shit and you want to make the extra effort and not just sit, sit at home and think about doing something, come out to the event get a little loose and just meet a bunch of people. I have really great performers coming. Hope it open why try. Mike's never seen them perform, but they're great. I'm excited. And Mike, so listen, I can't tell you guys how to grow on an influence tip because I don't have that many followers, but Mike can, that's something Mike can definitely do for you because Mike got a gazillion followers <laughs> and he started an app, but know what I can do? I can get a bunch of really cool people in one place. Yeah. That's why we work so well together, brother. That's why I love you. dude. <laughs> So, do you remember how to, we started in the episode? Hi, I'm blanking. This is my golden hour. Hi, I'm blanking. That was my golden hour. Hi, I'm blanking. That's my golden hour. Well, actually, this is, this is Mike's platinum hour because this is the second one. <laughs> so, you say, hi, I'm Mike Rosa of Animal Guns, and this is my platinum hour. And then, hi, I'm Mike Rosa of Animal Guns, and that was my platinum hour. Hi, I'm Mike Rosa of Animal Aliens, and this is my platinum hour. And we're throwing it in bed together. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mike Rose of Anabolic Aliens, and that was my platinum hour. Okay, and I'm going to hit pause on this, and then I'm going to close that out. Peace.